Hi, this is Bill Prater, and welcome to Supercharging Business Success, where our mission is to provide you with timely, provocative, and actual resources that inspire, promote, and accelerate your quest for business excellence. Today, we're going to talk about how to get more clients with less stress and actually have fun doing that. We'll do it in just seven minutes with Ruben, with Ruben Swartz. Now, Ruben is the founder of Mimoran, which is the fun CRM for independent consultants who love serving clients but hate selling. He's also the host and chief nerd of the Sales for Nerds podcast. Ruben actually went from the background in computer science and software engineering to sales and marketing, consulting for the Fortune 500 while struggling himself with sales and marketing in his own firm. His mission is to help other independent consultants make a bigger dent in the universe, get more clients by using their talents to teach instead of market and instead of networking and instead of selling. So, Ruben, it's going to be fantastic talking with you. Bill, thanks for having me. So tell us who exactly is your ideal client? These are independent consultants. They've typically left the corporate world to hang out their own shingle. They are amazing at what they do. They're amazing at helping their clients, but they get a little hung up on the sales and marketing side of things. They feel like it's it's a little bit icky and they need a better way to do it that's going to be effective so they're not just sitting there hoping a referral comes in this month but at the same time they need to stay true to themselves they are service people not salespeople, not marketing people so i give them well, away so what is the ruben what's the problem that they i heard i heard it's, it's resistance to sales but what is the problem that holds them back specifically well, I think there's a combination of problems. Yeah. One is just the mindset. We all have this icky notion of, oh, that pushy salesperson. And it's harder for us to recall folks who genuinely helped us and were really effective salespeople. They were so good at it. They didn't sell us. They just made it easy for us to buy. That's what we all want to be doing, right? We want to buy solutions to our problems. But a lot of the sales training and sales tools that people get exposed to gives them the idea that you have to be this Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, always be closing kind of person, which is totally the wrong approach. So they go into it thinking I've got to be Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, which is what I observed when I was trying to start my own firm, ironically, in the sales and marketing space, when in fact, that's the last thing you want to be doing. And then you need some way to stay organized because once you get the ball rolling on your business and you're busy with clients and everything else, it's really hard to keep track of the stuff in your head. So you mentioned icky. What other emotions, feelings, symptoms are going on in our in the bodies of our listeners, Ruben, that would encourage them to talk to you? Well, I think there's always this fear of rejection that makes people feel bad about selling. And I think that there's natural human reasons for that. And at the same time, there's a lot of things that we can do to make it less like rejection and more like playing a game that you don't necessarily win 100% of the time, but you still enjoyed it even if you didn't win. Obviously, you enjoy it more if you win, but you know, I go play basketball. Whether or not I win, I'm not going to stop playing basketball just because I lose. Okay, and we want to make sense. sales and marketing more like that. That makes great sense. I like that. I like that parallel between fun and sales. So our listeners are, let's say, hardwired, as you and I know, Ruben, to solve problems on their own. So when they try to solve this reluctance or inability to sell, what are the common mistakes that you see people making over and over again? 
I think the foundational one is not knowing exactly who they help and trying to help everybody. And especially when you're getting started, you don't maybe even know exactly who you help, but at being able to define who you help best makes everything exponentially easier. It's like saying, if you're on an airplane and someone says, is there a doctor on board? They don't necessarily care what your specialty is. They just need a doctor. But if you're on the ground and you're looking for a knee replacement, you care a lot that you have the knee replacement person, the expert who gets 60 year olds back on the ski slopes or linebackers back on the playing field or old ladies to be able to walk again, whatever the right specialty is, you don't go to the knee doctor for an ear infection. And there are so many folks out there who say, I can help almost everybody. And that's true, right? If you're on an airplane and, and it's desperate, you, you can help a buddy out. But if you try to close all those people and, and sell them knee replacements when they've got an ear infection, suddenly it, it seems awfully hard, right? And it doesn't have to be hard. So the first step is really get clear on who exactly you help in an ideal situation. Doesn't mean you can't help someone else on an airplane, but let's get really focused. You do knee replacements for skiers or whatever it is. And then lo and behold, you can attract the people who need that. You can refer the folks who need the, the ear treatment to, to the ear doctor. And you can also get referrals, the people who know to send knee people to you. And then you can also create great content that's going to attract the right people. Everything gets easier. And we are hardwired by evolution, I'm convinced, to avoid this because we feel like we're shrinking our market. And the way I was able to trick myself is to think of it instead of small versus large, because even that small market for, for knee replacements is plenty big. It's, do I want sales and marketing, marketing to be easy or hard? And most of us would really like it to be easy. So if you're finding it hard, dial it in tighter. If you're finding it so easy that it's boring, then you can start expanding again. But the first step when people get nervous about sales and marketing is they try to go broader. And that's exactly the wrong instinct, unfortunately. Okay, great. So you've told us the first step, which is to get very, very clear and precise on who are you serving. And I know, Ruben, that you've got a beautiful free gift for people. And uh, so tell us what that gift is and where they would go on your website to get their hands on it. Sure. I've got a bunch of free things on my website, but the most popular one is what I call the fill in the blank proposal template. And a lot of people, when they get through the sales process and the client or the prospect says, hey, can you send me a proposal? That's when the stress really starts. And I know it did for me when I started out because I was doing all the wrong things and sending the wrong stuff over in the proposal. And this fill in the blank template is the one that I use. And it by itself has been known to double or even triple people's close rates because it tells the story from the perspective of the client rather than you just handing someone a brochure with a price at the end and then acting surprised that all they care about is the price. So go to mimarin.com. That's M-I-M-I-R-A-N.com. There's a resources tab at the top. You can grab that along with all kinds of other goodies that will help make your life a little bit easier and more fun. Now, Ribbon, look, hey, true confessions. I told you I'd ask you seven questions in seven minutes, but I really only had six of them. So tell me, what question were you waiting for me to ask you, Ruben? And then what's the answer to that unasked question? Sure. That's a good one, Bill. I think the question that I would want you to ask yourself if you're listening to this is, why am I not having more great conversations? This was a question that I asked myself a few years ago because as an introvert and a techie, I was really good at sort of avoiding conversations. I didn't like going to networking events. I didn't like quote unquote sales calls. So I could use email and social media and whatnot to kind of avoid all that. But I realized that 
I would have a great conversation sort of accidentally and think, gosh, that was so much fun. Bill and I just sat down and we had such a great time. That was actually really invigorating. It wasn't like the crappy small talk at the networking event. So what can I do to be more intentional about creating more of those conversational opportunities? And part of it, of course, as we talked about at the beginning is like, well, let's be clear. Who do I want to talk to? That's going to greatly increase the chances of me having a great conversation. And then how do I make it so that I can sit down and just have great conversations versus having this long list of people, which is what I'd had previously at my CRM thinking, gosh, you know, I should talk to all these folks, but I don't know who I should talk to or about what. And so my CRM is orchestrated for me along with, with the other customers, right? I am a, a user as well. And one of the things that I wanted to do was make it brain dead simple to have more great conversations so I can go in there and say, I want to talk to my partners. I want to talk to my clients. I want to talk to my prospects, whoever it might be. Just click start call mode. It'll take me to the first person I'm supposed to talk to. Click the button, call them, have a conversation, take some notes, click save, go to the next one. And it just keeps everybody in a nice rotation for me. So I don't have to spend a lot of mental cycles thinking about who should I be talking to next? And, and you know, do I... Do, Maybe I should talk to this other person instead. All these things that get in the way of, it's almost like going to the gym to work out. If I can make it really easy, like I just roll out the door and my my shoes are there and my buddy's going to meet me and all that, it's going to happen. Versus if I put too many thoughts, too many decisions, too many things I have to think about in the way, oh, you know, if I got tired and busy and I didn't make it to the gym. So that would be the question I would ask you, regardless of the technology behind it, if you can have more great conversations with the right people, your life is going to be better. Your business is going to be better. You're going to have more fun. And I can't recommend it enough, even as an introvert. Beautiful. I love that. That's a great, I love that. I love the whole concept of conversations as opposed to closing calls or something similar. So thanks for, for being such a fantastic guest for us today, Ruben. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, Bill. So everybody, in closing, let's focus on a single fact, and that is that businesses do not become extraordinary in a single moment. Instead, they get there as a result of the owner first identifying a specific growth strategy, executing it with a system of management, and number three, leveraging high-performance teams. You'll find the exact roadmap to do that at getbillsgift.com. So take advantage of that offer as well. Thanks for listening. Ruben, once again, thanks for sharing your time with us today. Thanks, Bill.